Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Samantha Mahoney, sharing an insight of the day with you. I shared my journey into the arena of natural health alternatives in my last podcast. I shared how I was thrown into a world of uncertainty when I received a devastating health diagnosis, but how that diagnosis catapulted me onto the path that I'm on today. I was forced to update my knowledge, examine my mindsets, and change my habits. In all honesty, I can't say that I'm there yet, but I've covered a little bit of ground and I've seen some amazing results in my own life. The word says that we go through trials so that we can help those in any kind of trouble. That's quite a statement. In other words, what I go through is not wasted. It can be used to help others. We see this in action where, for example, someone loses a child to suicide. They turn their pain into something that produces hope and resources for somebody else. They may start a support group for other parents who are in the same boat, struggling to cope with a loss. Their pain produces something beautiful. This desire that I had to help those in any kind of need pushed me in the direction of becoming a certified health coach. Part of my training involved learning how to listen. And I say learning how to listen because listening is actually a skill. Most of us only listen to answer. In fact, when someone's speaking, we rarely listen to their hearts because we're concentrating so hard on how we can insert ourselves and our experiences into their story. Or we want to have a ready answer to their dilemma. We listen only to answer. I learned how to get onto my client's agenda because positive change comes when a client is invested and involved in their own behavior changing plan. Only they can make the changes that they seek. I can stand on my head and fart the national anthem and as impressive as that would be is not going to change anything. Because unless someone desires to change and puts the work in, it's just not going to happen. One of the most fascinating exercises that I did while undergoing my studies was to identify the saboteur in my life. We all have at least one of them. Another term you may recognize is a familiar spirit. I'm going to stick with the word saboteur for the remainder of my time with you today. What is a saboteur? In its simplest form, it's a person who deliberately damages or destroys things. Another definition is that it's a concept that identifies a series of interconnected thoughts and feelings that seeks to maintain the status quo in our lives. Another definition is that it appears as a structure that seems to protect us, but in fact it keeps us from moving on and getting what we really want in our lives. Translated into English, all this means is it's a constant companion whose voice echoes in our heads that justifies why we don't need to make necessary changes to our lives. Or it makes you fail, just at the point of reaching a goal. It's the kind of voice that says, you don't deserve that. It also says, things are just fine the way they are. It says, You're not going to land that job, so don't even bother going through all the hassle of applying for it. Part of my homework on reflecting on the saboteur was to ask myself three questions. I'm going to share those questions with you because if you take the time to ponder them, you may learn some interesting things along the way.
The first question is, when does your saboteur appear? The second question is, what has the saboteur stopped you from doing? And the third question is, what use does it have in your life? If I may be vulnerable for just five minutes, I'm going to share my answers to those questions with you. And you may recognize the voice of the saboteur in your life from my examples. I have three recurring instances where the saboteur appears. The first one is um, during exercise. So the voice usually says things to me during exercise. Yes, at other parts, at other points in parts of my life it does, but it's mainly exercise. And this is what it looks like. If I set a goal for myself of doing 60 minutes of physical activity, when I reach about 50 minutes, that's five zero, the saboteur says, you've as good as done 60 minutes. Now, I'll just be honest with you, numbers is not my strong point. In other words, let me give you an example of what I'm saying so that you can understand this. If you take your age now and you add five years to it, that's how old you're going to be in five years time. Okay, so you sort of get where my genius with numbers sits. <laughs> okay. But I do know about rounding up to the nearest 10 or the nearest 100 and that kind of stuff. So in my mind, while the saboteur is talking, it says to me, 50 minutes is closer to 60 minutes than it is to 20. Just round it up and just say you did 60 minutes because you've just about done it. You did what you set out to do. Or if I'm doing high intensity interval training and I'm on the road walking and running. Okay, so I'll also just be honest. This doesn't happen too often because I can't stand running. In fact, I'm not wicked and that's why I don't run. What am I talking about? Okay, yeah. In Proverbs, there's a verse that says, only the, the wicked run when no one is chasing them. Okay, that's a true story, but I'm just making a joke with you now. But I will maybe go onto the road and I'll do a set of walking and sprinting, walking and running. I'll set myself a goal. I'll say I'm going to sprint from here to that red car down the road over there, which is about a 200 meter sprint. But by the time I get within 50 meters from my goal, the saboteur will say, good job, you're close enough, you can just stop. So the answer to the second question that goes with number one is what does it stop me from doing? It always stops me just short of my goal. So I feel like I don't reach and I don't, I don't finish what I set out to do. The third question was what use does this saboteur have in my life? This particular one, nothing. It's not useful to me at all. As I said, it's mainly during exercise, but for you, it could actually be when you set yourself a plan or an assignment or a goal to do, and you stop just short. You maybe spend five years going to get a degree and you stop just before you get that degree. It could sabotage you from achieving different things. The second instance, I said there were three instances where the saboteur speaks to me. The second instance is in some social situations. So let me give you some background on that. If you know Grant and I, you know that we do a lot of public speaking. I honestly don't feel like I have difficulty relating to people or standing in front of them to teach. I feel very comfortable in the company of friends and strangers. However, if I'm a speaker at a conference, for instance, with a bunch of other speakers and you know 
who we connect with, if you know us at all. The saboteur's voice echoes in my head and says, Ah, look who you're with. You don't have anything intelligent to say when you're with these guys. You know what? Save yourself from humiliation and just keep your mouth shut. And in those situations, I'll fade into the background and appear to be withdrawn to others. So the second question that goes with that is what has it stopped me from doing? It stops me from interacting and being part of a group effort. It separates me. It singles me out. It keeps me from connecting, making those meaningful connections when I'm with others. Question three was what use does this particular voice have in my life? Well, when I was doing the exercise, I thought to myself, I identified two purposes that it may have. The first one is to protect me from making a fool of myself, right? It says to me, keep your mouth shut. You don't have anything intelligent to say. So it would seem that it's actually protecting me from making a fool of myself. The second one is that maybe subconsciously it's protecting me from being drained. When you're with a few hundred people in a conference and everyone wants a piece of your time, sometimes it drains your energy. So while I'm working through this question for my course, I'm thinking, well, maybe the saboteur's purpose is to protect me. And, and that is protection. Stop me from being drained and stop me from making a fool of myself. Protection might seem like a novel, a novel objective of the saboteur. But the fact is, the saboteur is spewing lies to me. That voice is connected to an inferiority complex. Let's just be real about it. The truth is that what I have to contribute is valuable and it's worthy of mentioning. Now, I'm not saying this to be pride, prideful. Anyone who came to me with the same scenario, I would say exactly the same thing to them. Everybody has a voice and everybody's voice counts. The third instance where the saboteur will speak and where it appears is mostly in situations with close friends or relatives. Now, this doesn't apply too often when I'm talking with people that I don't know that well. Let me give you some background to this one. I feel like I do the most in my house, okay? Um, I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. Um, I've, I, I feel like I have a good attitude to doing it, but I pretty much do everything. I do all the cooking. I do cleaning. I do shopping. I work in all of the businesses that we have. We have multiple um, income streams. I work in all of those as much as the next person does. I work outside of that. I mentor others. I, you know, I'm involved in other people's lives. Again, I'm joyful about this, but I'm just painting a picture for you here. So if I ask somebody for help, this is the saboteur about to set himself up to speak. If I ask somebody for help and their attitude is less than joyful, or even if they briefly hesitate, I'll put a pin in it and I'll backtrack and I'll do it with attitude. I'll retract the request for help and I'll just state I'm going to do it myself. And it's not very pretty. And you know what? Don't worry about it. I got it. I'll do it myself. I'm sorry I asked you. I will just back off now and I'll do it myself. Forget I even asked you about it. Does it sound familiar? So if Grant, for instance, 
explains to me, I hesitated because I didn't understand the request. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt to say that. I'm still going to stick with my original answer. I don't need your help. Don't worry about it. Forget I asked you. I'll cut off my nose to spite my face. I don't know if you've heard that saying before. So to answer question two, what has this particular saboteur's voice stopped me from doing? It stops me from asking for help when I need it. It strengthens my belief and my argument that I can only rely on myself. Have you ever said these words about yourself or to others? Um, if you want something done well, do it yourself, right? So that's what it's doing. It's stopping me from getting some help that I need. Question three is, what use does it have in my life? My initial response to this question was, it prevents me from being a burden to someone else. Doesn't that just sound like a bit of false humility here? If I'm being honest, and you know, you be honest in your own. It's bollocks. It's not even truthful. The truth is, there's one word that sums up my attitude here, and that is stubbornness. True story. What does the word say about stubbornness? It says, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. That comes from 1 Samuel 15, 23, by the way. But if you were to take the time and ask these questions of yourself and answer them honestly, it's going to expose some roots that need to be pulled up. It's no good dealing only with the fruit that manifests in your life. Sure, we may pull the fruit off the tree for just a season, but if the root is still in place, that tree is going to continue to bear bad fruit in another season and it's going to be multiplied. So once you've found the root, what are you going to do about it? In my coaching exercises, they phrase it beautifully. Determine to divorce yourself from that entity that stops you from accomplishing your goals and being the best version of you that you can be.